0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to my podcast thank you for clicking on today's episode welcome my name is valerie and you are listening to aphrodite's oracle today i wanted to talk about distraction and how we can move through distraction kind of dissect the word etymologically and also invite in some space for us to be less distracted and be more focused. So let's just jump right in. And I also have a new attachment on my microphone. So if things sound a little bit softer or a little bit different, that's why I actually bought some attachments for my, what do I have? A blue Yeti microphone. I've had this forever to do ASMR noises, and this is not an ASMR podcast or episode right now. I do have some ideas um, moving forward in regards to that. So let's, let's jump right in here. So the opposite of distraction is focus, and I think that I have talked about focus quite a bit on this podcast, and the word distraction. Dis-traction. Traction. Traction. Being kind of the root word there. And when I think about the word distraction, and then in turn the word traction, I think about wheels on a path, tires on a dirt path, and the traction that the tires give you to stay on your path. So I'm picturing uh, like a Jeep Wrangler on a dirt path with tires and treads deep enough and big enough to keep me well on my path. The traction is keeping me on my path. In this way, I invite you to start considering the word distraction that we use in everyday context to describe something that keeps us from focusing or takes our focus away from what we are working on or thinking about and when i use this analogy i'm specifically talking about the path in the literal example of traction with a tire we're talking about going into the woods and and needing traction to stay on the path and in this same way i believe that traction is important for us as we progress on our life path our path through life having a certain amount of traction will keep us there where we're supposed to be because Think about it. Once you get off the path, you are coming up against more and more and more and more roadblocks. Now there might be roadblocks on the path as well, but when you have that traction, you're able to get around it with more ease and more grace, and you are able to see where you're supposed to be going. When you get distracted or you're taken off of the traction, that is when one thing leads to another and all of a sudden you realize you haven't been on your path for a while and you're having a hard time getting back to it, right? We are having a hard time finding the path again after being distracted for so long. And that's what I want to talk about today. How can we stay... How can we stop being distracted? How can we stop being taken off of our path? Now, of course, we're the driver of the Jeep in this scenario, so is anything really taking us off our path besides ourselves? No, we are in charge of the vehicle. We are in charge of our bodies. We are in charge of our minds. And so we can choose We can choose things that, that keep us on the path unless we get distracted. An important part about distractions is to understand that when we are being distracted, we become an energetic force that is feeding whatever that distraction may be, whether it be social media, television, video games, sports, negative thought patterns anything that is taking our focus away from our life path now there is a certain amount of distraction that most people in modern times would deem necessary because to be completely singularly focused oftentimes is distracting in itself because we don't have the ability to see peripherally and to see everything that's around us and to consider all of our influences so that singular minded focus is also a negative distraction in my humble opinion and in my experience so how do we find that happy i wouldn't even say happy medium how do we find that alignment with our path okay Number one thing that I would suggest is recognize distractions for what they are in the moment because something really magical happens the moment that we recognize a distraction for what it is. We pierce the veil of its illusion that it has over us. Now, in that moment, we have the choice to continue to interact with a distraction. Or we can pull our energy back and say, whoa, I just lost a lot of time and a lot of energy to this distraction and then move on. You know, there's no room for for beating ourselves up about engaging with the distraction for years or hours or whatever it may be, because of course it will always teach us something. So become very aware in the beginning of this process. Because again, becoming too myopic in our approach will also become a distraction. In fact, the, um, the example of orthorexia just came to my mind. So orthorexia is a disorder where a person becomes so myopically focused on health that it starts to run their life in every single way. You know, being scared of activities that will make them feel less healthy or food that will make them feel less healthy so that is the opposite end of the spectrum here becoming too focused actually makes us lose focus and we lose touch with that guiding force that is keeping us aligned that source that is bigger bigger than us So once we recognize a distraction for what it is in the beginning, once we start cataloging our daily activities and looking at ourselves and our activities with an objective view, we can start to recognize distractions for what they are. And at that point is when we can decide to continue to interact with them or pull back our energy. And for a while, we may be, I'll use the example of Instagram because it's, so widely known and prevalent in today's society i think a lot of you might be able to relate to it as we're scrolling we realize in that moment okay this is a distraction and in that moment we take our power back something really magical happens because we just become aware no behavior has changed yet We haven't changed anything about what we're doing, except we've become aware. And that is the magic, ladies and gentlemen. So as you're scrolling, you become aware that this might be a distraction, and yet you continue to go. You continue to scroll. That's okay. That's okay in these beginning points, because at least we are seeing the distraction. And I do believe that in that moment, the magic the hold, the spell that the distraction has over us, it's pierced and its power becomes less and less. So through continued awareness, we begin to break the spell that whatever distraction we, our favorite distraction, has over us, whatever spell that distraction has over us becomes less and less potent and we become more and more self-aware. Now on this podcast I talk a lot about self-awareness so really this is just another episode about that but I would like to bring forth the notion that distractions are keeping us from being aligned with our life path to a certain degree. I do believe that modern day distractions Um, you know constant news updates on our phones 24-hour news channels constant access to instagram and facebook and youtube and even podcasts consumerism okay not in the not in the way that you're buying a lot of stuff but that you're literally consuming information and processing information that we we are always consuming and processing information and sometimes it really does help to sort of turn down the volume on these distractions and tune into what's going on inside of you and this leads to a certain discernment and ability to interact with reality in a way that the distractions do not have that power over you. So firstly, it is to just simply become aware of when we are distracting ourselves and when we are choosing to willingly engage with a distraction. And that simple awareness is going to take us very far. Now, secondly, I wanted to parallel here with consumerism in the way that we are constantly consuming the creations of other people whether it be musically uh cinematically instagram (laughs) on instagram we are constantly being we are constantly consuming even if it's just listening to or viewing the quote-unquote creations of others And how do we break the spell of that constant consumerism? Well, the answer is to create, to create from our own alignment with our path and with our alignment of authenticity. I've said this before, but to create doesn't mean that we have to create the next Mona Lisa or the next hit on the radio. In fact, nobody even has to see the things that we create. But just being in the energy of creation automatically stops us from being distracted. Because in order to create from alignment and from a pure connection to that which is above us, to our higher power, you literally cannot be distracted. You have to be focused and we have to be present in that moment and so if we can continue to create from that place whether we share that with the world or not that will keep us from being distracted so i invite you to start creating it just for the sake of it it could be creating a podcast it could be simply drawing or painting or dancing creating a dance routine or if you're into yoga, creating a yoga flow, putting certain things together in your own unique way, any time that we are taking our awareness and our consciousness and creating with it, we are always going to feel better, first of all, than if we are just simply consuming and even just scrolling that Instagram feed watching a YouTube video one after another, watching Netflix one episode after another, this isn't about being lazy per se, or being quote-unquote addicted to social media. The underlying reason why that doesn't feel good is because you're just, you're full. It's like it's like um, eating a meal and continuing to eat after you, you've already been satiated. We're a culture who is over-consuming and under-creating. The really cool and interesting part about the creation portion of what I'm sharing today is that we have so much access to tutorials and creative platforms that anything that we want to try with a little bit of time and know-how we could probably get on the path to figuring out how to do that so we're kind of closer than ever to that quote unquote you know your life purpose is what would you do every day if if money wasn't involved it's kind of a cheesy thing that people talk about in the self-help and the self-growth space saying, well, whatever you would do that you love to do, even though it might not get you paid, that's what you should be pursuing. Now, I'm not advocating for that. I think that's a whole nother conversation, but we live in a time where we actually can do that. We actually have so many resources available to us that we can do what we want to do and not worry about getting paid for it or not because a lot of free resources are available to pursue additional knowledge on what we're interested in okay so lastly and this comes in this comes up after hearing one of my favorite authors elizabeth gilbert talk about talk that she did and she spoke in front of people and and kind of said what I just said to you guys was like whatever you would do that didn't whatever you would do that didn't rely on money that you would just love so much even if you didn't get paid for it you would still do it and what's that thing that ever since you were a little kid that you always wanted to be and she's like I always wanted to be a writer and I knew that from day one ever since I was in kindergarten I've always known I wanted to be a writer and she spoke of this, and finished her talk or her seminar, her presentation. And I thought, you know, I, I did a great job. I really accessed my points and made my point. And she came back and had a message. I think maybe she said it was a Facebook message, or someone that had attended the seminar reached out to her and said, "Dear Elizabeth Gilbert, I was just in your seminar, and." I came hoping to feel inspired to follow my purpose and my passion and be on my aligned be on my path, my aligned path. And she said, but I left feeling more discouraged than ever because I haven't had that thing. I didn't know from a young age that I wanted to be an author like you. I've never had that one thing that i always wanted to do no matter what and pursue it with every fiber of my being i I never got to experience that i never have had that thing in my life and hearing you talk about it just made me feel worse about my life path and about how i'm doing i don't feel like i'm living my life in a passionate way it's made me feel even more discouraged and that's where i will will end quoting uh, elizabeth gilbert's seminar because i'm going to move on with my my next point in regards to that so the great thing about having access to all of these resources that we can play around with and figure out how to use and try our hand at these little passion projects is that we don't have to commit to them we can explore them and learn from them and see have i always wanted to be a podcast host oh let me try it okay yes no have i always wanted to write an ebook all the resources are out there yes no have i always wanted to learn the guitar here's a youtube tutorial on how to play the exact song yes no with these creative pursuits as we tap into the energy of creativity, I truly believe that will lead us to being back on our path, and we, we can't be afraid to be beginners. We can't be afraid to pick up something and try it, even though we have no idea what we're doing, and I think that that is where my point comes back to the fact that you don't have to share these creations you don't have to you don't have to put on your instagram story that you're learning the guitar you don't have to do anything you can just do it for yourself and in fact to me that is more powerful because you're doing it for your own creativity not for any kind of attention not for any kind of feedback you're doing it for your own creative pursuit And as we become less focused on consuming the creations of others and creating our own quote-unquote creations, we find that we have more traction and we're more willing to put ourselves out there in a way that we can teach ourselves new things or interact with people who can teach us new things that keep us on our path back to that, that Jeep Analogy, keep us firmly on our path. Because we don't want to just be sitting stagnant on there either. We want to be moving forward, even if it is very slow, because sometimes there are parts of the path that you have to take more slowly, no matter what. So I invite you to, number one, be very conscious of where your energy is going and be aware of when you are engaging with a distraction that's going to take that will turn the the distraction right into a paper tiger it'll take the teeth right out of the distraction and you will have your power back secondly create Understand understand that when we are consuming too much and we get over full it doesn't feel good So we need to balance that out by creating something from our own heart and from our own passion. And in doing so, we can privately or publicly try something new and not feel like we have to live up to a certain standard. Moreover, we are just interacting with our divinity. We are co-creating with that which is larger than us, that which is bigger than us, and we are in that way communing with divinity so that we can stay on our divinely guided path now it is important to mention no matter how distracted you have become and how far off the path you are you can always come back there is no amount of distraction there is no amount of being lost that will keep you from your divine identity it will always come back to you in small moments and in moments of clarity but what i'm advocating for is repeated moments of clarity repeatable moments of clarity living our life through the lens of clarity rather than distraction and understanding that When we are willingly engaging with something that is distracting us, it's like driving that Jeep right off of the dirt path and into the forest. The importance of alignment with our higher power will always keep us on the path. So I invite you to explore your spirituality and find a way to combine creation with spirituality okay guys so thank you so much for listening to today's podcast my name is Valerie and thank you so much for all of the listens I've, I've been noticing you guys have been have been tuning in even though I've been absent from social media and I think that is absolutely so sweet thank you. And I have noticed some sales in my book going up as well since I've been absent from social media. And I want to thank you guys because these are my passion projects and the things that help me feel connected to my path. And so in that way, you are helping me to be on my path. So thank you so much. I love you all and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.